coming straight at you for episode 11. This is Just Okay Movies. We're just okay and we play some movies. We're just okay. Movie watchers. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Just Okay Movies, the first episode in 2018. Hey, what about that? What a great movie also to start the year off with. My name is... (laughs) 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 Quiet, I'm doing my intro. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay, buddy. I'm sorry. My my name is... um, Guy who got burned in the ass by a dragon in the first scene of the movie, Biggie Size, and I'm here with... Oh, shit. Uh, the <laughs> s- skeleton holding us after Guido. And Wally the Wizard! That's uh, uh, Millpool, the uh, hot princess. Oh, and it's nasty, the molten golem that the hot princess created. Empress. Whatever. Thor, Thora yeah, Birch, whatever. Huh? <laughs> Thora Birch, Empress. She's, uh, yeah, she looks pretty good. Sadina, kind of a five head. <laughs> that neck, though. Like... It was, well, I think the armor was really... <laughs> that oh, armor I mean, did not help. I think no. we're all indebted to Thora Birch for showing her goods when she was 17 in American Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you for joining us for this... Uh, I think it's going to be a very interesting discussion about our uh, movie for the evening. It's a little mm-hmm. film uh, we like to call Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the hit uh, fantasy film from 2000, uh, starring a guy who kind of looks like Will Wheaton, one of the Waynes brothers, and a bunch of other people. And uh, would anyone like to share anything before we jump into the film? Yeah, I think Jeremy Irons is in this movie for about oh. uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He phones, phones it in. Cash that check. <laughs> phones it in. I feel like the director was like, all right, Jeremy, give this. Save us. Everything you got. <laughs> no, he, no, no. He, uh, he basically ran with it. He was like, I'm going to own this. I'm going to not pretend that this is not a shitty movie. And I'll be the best damn villain ever. And I would say he succeeds. I mean, he's probably the one of the brightest spots of this film. Uh, the story of the film, and we can just go ahead and get this knocked out very quickly, is extremely simple and very generic. Dragons. Uh, yes. We have dungeons. Uh, yes. Thor and we got Were there tits. dungeons? <laughs> <laughs> there was a, let's see, a dungeon. Yeah. But we got dragons. They there didn't get that sewer. part right. There was a sewer. Thieves Guild ish. Yeah. Yes, and uh, a little contraction maze that he had to go through. Uh, that was exciting, wasn't it, guys? That was cool. That's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it actually was. That actually probably was one of the better parts <laughs> of the film. The film resolves around, uh, in their society, there's a, a empress. And, and this is something else I want to jump into very quickly. I don't, don't quite understand how this government works. Uh, because you have an empress, then you have the wizards, which are considered to be the highest order of people. Anyone else who's not a wizard sucks, and they're yes. basically slaves. So the wizards, uh, mainly led by the main bad guy, who's the main wizard, wants to take this scepter that controls dragons from the empress because they believe she's too young to wield it. So our adventurers are going out to get another scepter that controls red dragons uh, away from the bad guy wizard who wants it so he can take over the kingdom so i guess in a way 
it's insurance because he really wants the Empress's dragon staff. It's kind of weird. Uh, but that's basically the plot of the film. Would everyone agree? Yeah. Wait, so she already has a staff, a dragon staff? I don't think she has a staff, but she just has the capability of commanding <clears throat> gold dragons. Yeah, she wasn't quite yet having a staff. She was working on it because at the end they gave her a, like her own staff. Well, she had the staff from the beginning. That was the whole uh, part in the beginning when the bad guy's talking with the wizards is she needs to give up the staff because she's okay. not young enough or she's not experienced enough to run this uh, empire. And we're, we're just left to assume that she somehow inherited this empire from a bloodline. That part's not explained. She's just there and now the wizards don't like her. Whereas... Uh, the wizards, the bad wizards alternative motive is he wants to get this other staff that can control red dragons uh, so he could have both staffs or at least have one to be able to take over the other. It's kind of very muddled and where this Uh, second staff kind of comes into play. So why does, there's a part in the beginning where the dragon's blood sets the water on fire? Is that? Yes. Was that significant at all? Or nope. Was that, no, okay. not at all. <laughs> I wondered the same thing. The opening scene, uh, and the one that Millpool's talking about, is the main bad guy. I, he's trying to create his own staff by powering this crystal. That yeah, will basically, the eye of the dragon. Exactly. He's wanting to make his own, because the, the most powerful weapon in this world is a staff that can control dragons. So... <laughs> That, that is the most powerful thing you can have. And he's trying to make his own, and he fails. He has a dragon. Somehow he's hidden a dragon away in the bottom of this castle, and he tries to mind control it, and it's kind of would successful. Would you call it a dungeon? I would definitely call it a dungeon. <laughs> we got one dungeon. Or, or one of two dungeons. And uh, he fails. So then this is why he wants to the Empress to give up her staff as well as acquire this other staff that's hidden away that controls red dragons. And they make it very clear it's red dragons. Yeah. Well, from what I can tell, the only reason that dragon bled into the river and the river caught fire was as a transitional scene to introduce the Wayan brothers. Marlon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Then it turns into white. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. That is the only reason for that scene. That's the only reason. Because it it quick pans up to the city. Everybody's just kind of like looking at the water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Like a bunch of dumbasses. Oh, there's fire in the water. And then no one ever mentions it again. (laughs) The people, the two people we pan out to are our, our main protagonist. What's his name? I just call him Will Wheaton or Wesley Crusher because that's what Ridley, he looks like. Ripley. Ridley, 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 yeah. Ridley and Fre- snails. That- Ridley Freeborn. <laughs> I forgot the Freeborn. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come fight me, or do you not have it in you anymore? They are wanting to go on this quest to get this staff. And does anyone remember why? Is it just for the treasure? They're they're thieves. They like to yeah. steal stuff because they're humans, and humans are treated like crap. So they resort to stealing stuff. Uh, so they go into the wizard's tower to steal things while everyone's looking at the fire and the water. And then that's and they, they got roped into a bigger story. That's Literally. right. <laughs> they come yeah, across a, a a girl who catches them in the act, and Marina, Marina Pretensa. Jesus Christ. 
Is that really her name? Did uh-huh. you memorize all the names of this film? Well, I'm looking at a list. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then they set on this uh, quest. They run into a uh, dwarf, which reminds all of us of Nasty's portrayal. Yes. Uh, What's the dwarf's portrayal the dwarf in uh, uh, the D&D pod? The uh, dwarf's name was El- Elwood Gutworthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow oh wow I know that <laughs> so do you think that he really looked like me though no he didn't look okay, like okay. me I didn't think so no, is, that, no. Is, that, is that the dude from Once Upon a Time the TV show it looks a lot like him I, 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 had, to, like, I had to like power watch it on Netflix so like when I yeah, saw that is. dude's face I was like holy yeah. shit okay. and, is. and Pirates of the Caribbean Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. I didn't. Ah, okay. Yeah, I knew oh. he looked fucking familiar, but I couldn't place the face. Huh? No, he just sounds a lot like you. There's one scene where they're on these horses, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'm on this horse. I can't. I don't like them. They're scared. Dwarfs are scared of horses. I never heard that one before. But he just sounded so much like nasty. It just made yeah. me laugh. It, it was, was your, It was your character from the Elder yeah, Tree podcast. For sure. Right. I can see that. Yes, and Elder, uh, Elder Tree, if you're listening, please make another podcast. Watching this movie, I was like, I really want to see that podcast happen again. I got to figure out what's happened with our, uh, with our uh, people in that uh, D&D session. But, I think we even closed it at a good point where we could start a new campaign. Didn't we? I think so. I, I think so. Things I I think, things were wrapping up. We had like up. a party at like Country Down Under or Thunder Thunderbang or something. <laughs> Thunderbang. <laughs> Thunder. And I will say that whole session, the, the three or four episodes are far more interesting and in depth than this film. <laughs> yes. But for sure. I will say this, and I'm I'm sorry, listener, if we're not going as in depth, but really there's not much to say. You have seen this story in yeah. way better films, like like Lord of the Rings, the story's way more interesting. It has right. dragons and way more dungeons. It's so much better. Go watch that. Although I will say this film is not awful. I will attest that I do not believe this is an awful film. It's like the last dying it's, gasp of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, but just everything it about it. Everything about it is just utterly forgettable. It is. It is. You know what's not, though? The animations. Oh, God. Early CGI at its <laughs> finest. Oh, it's yeah. awful. Luckily, luckily, they do have some pretty good creature, creature costumes. They're not too bad. Uh, I think a lot of them are very passable, but oh my gosh, the uh, buildings, the oh, the dragons look awful. I mean, they just look like putty and not in a, like an interesting way. It's just nasty looking CGI. I and, thought everything practical looked like shit too. All the props, all the costumes. Yes, I agree. The costumes do not look, they are, they're passable. Barely it looks passable. like a bunch of LARPers decided to make a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's. I mean, that stuff is not great, but I gave that stuff all a pass. Like the CGI, it's an eighteen-year-old movie, so it's you like, have to right, give it a pass a little bit. Yeah. You do, you do. I mean, all CGI looked pretty bad back then, uh, and you know, this film didn't have a massive budget even for the there's, time. Forty-five yeah, million. Lots not of a other lot. things wrong with this movie aside from no. the CGI. 
The CGI is the worst. <laughs> it is bad. I agree. They could. I, I wish they could have just done it without it uh, in some I mean, form. Even are, have are, we, are we being unfair? Like this is like a like a New Line Cinema movie that had like no budget. I don't know what the fuck was the pre. Like, was this supposed to it be a feature budget. release? The budget yeah. is forty five million dollars. Jesus fuck! <laughs> I mean that's not bad. It all went to that CGI dude. Uh, <laughs> I went to Jeremy Irons. <laughs> it, it all it went to Jeremy did. Irons. Had because to, it, had to. They they hired Jeremy Irons and he's in the first ten minutes of the movie, and the last ten minutes of the movie, and they had to get another villain to take his place to fill right. in his, the meat. His henchman, yeah. right. the guy wearing the blue, like he fucking just blew a goddamn Smurf. He had blue yeah. lipstick. <laughs> Why is he wearing blue lipstick the whole time? I don't know. I, I kind of liked him. I thought he was kind of charming. You know, in, in a bad guy way. Oh, get the fuck out, Biggie. <laughs> fuck you. No, he was great. Like, no, he wasn't. I, I liked his character. I mean, there was no character, of course, but I felt like for his role, I thought he was pretty good. You know, He, he was said, a little scary. His, his quip was, you can't be serious. He said that twice <laughs> to two different people. <laughs> Written what? so well. Written so well. <laughs> oh, uh, what did I, I you didn't guys? I think he was bad. I thought he was okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was. Actually, I think everyone in the film was per, was fine. You know, no. The band... oh. uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone was horrible. This is a bad movie, man. No, no, it's it's. I mean, it's not a good movie. I totally agree with that. But I didn't think it was awful, or at least it deserves the. Uh, the- Dude, it won awards for being shit. But, I'm speaking. I mean- <laughs> the acting was absolute trash. Yeah, the direction was absolute trash. Oh, <laughs> you had you had Marlon Wayans fucking screaming his head off every time. Ta- I had to turn it down because every time he was on screen, he was screaming. Sure, and sure. he's supposed to be a thief. I mean. It's Marlon. This, He's this just is, playing this, Marlon Wayans, though. Yeah, and everybody, is. every single character was com- comedic relief, too. Every single character really? was comedic relief. Yeah. The main character? The sub-villain? Marlon Wayans, the dwarf, the chick, that the nerdy chick. They all were, like, thrown out zingers left and right. Yeah, but that kind of... I mean, Who's the, the tone chick? of the film didn't feel super serious, so the I feel like girl. it really played along with it. Fine. But I would agree. Marlon Wayans is definitely the. I would say he was the principal comic relief, no doubt. And the rest of them did, you know, they did do some zingers and things like that. But I didn't the dwarf like was, was absolutely place. comedic relief. Yeah, the dwarf. All he yeah. did, all he did was like, like they panned the camera to him, and he'd be making a, like a silly face. <laughs> I yeah. liked him. Yeah, <laughs> and he was hardly in the movie too. Yeah, he he didn't do much of anything. Like, and don't that- get me started on the fucking elf chick. Worst actress I've seen in a movie in a, quite some time. She just stared dead-eyed at people while she delivered her lines. Well, she basically <laughs> sighed her lines out. She looked uh, poor as hell. Uh, I, I thought Marina was worse than her. At least Marina was putting effort into it. I don't know. There was like the well, the love scene between Marina and Ridley just was like yeah, that terrible was awful. acting from start to finish. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, that whole scene was. Yeah, cringy. the whole the sudden love interest out of the yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that whole scene was. Com- her, I feel her, like the. Oh, go ahead. Her Molly. latest, her latest acting was the 2011 mega hit Mega Python versus Gatoroid. 
sounds about right. <laughs> Sponsored by Gatorade or something? With <laughs> part robot, part giant alligator. <laughs> the the thing that I was disappointed in with this movie was when I think of Dungeons and Dragons, I think of like a party of people working together. Um, yes, you know the whole time, and they pick up like a party of people, and I'm like, okay, cool. They have the dwarf, the mage, uh, the elf, and the thief, or whatever. And then the dwarf and the elf are like not in the party for the entire movie, pretty much. They take, they just like kind of sit back. I think this may have been a bit of a cash in by uh, TSR because I think this happened right before Wizards of the Coast bought them, and they were trying to grasp at whatever straws they could to stay somewhat relevant. I guess. Well, lost uh, twelve million dollars. Yeah, they, okay, well, they, that didn't work out, did it? <laughs> no, then, I didn't. <laughs> I also, which reminds me, I love the tagline for this film. <laughs> this is no game. <laughs> uh, I thought the film had a great structure. I thought it was a solid, you know, movie structure. If I was able to follow along very, you know, clean and crisp, you know, enough where I knew what was going on and I was invested. Um uh, I thought, you know, as I said, I thought the acting was okay. I think my worst actor was the Empress. I hated every scene she was in because yeah. it looked like yeah, they almost ADR'd all of her lines because her mouth was barely moving, but you could hear clearly what she was saying. I I almost sound like they just dubbed over her with her own voice because they couldn't hear her in the scene. You could hardly know. talk with that golden chainmail fucking coif over her head. Yeah, that was that might have been where the other part of the budget went to was all of her outfits because she was the <laughs> only one that at least had someone tried to at least do something with her. Uh, everyone else, yeah, it's it's looks like they just stopped by a party city or something and picked up some costumes. Guys, did I watch the wrong movie? Uh, what did you watch? I don't know. What, what did you watch? You watch? <laughs> Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons as well. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> What did you want? What? what happened in your movie? Uh, they went on a quest after a a dragon. Uh, there was the same fucking dude in it with the blue lipstick, though. Mm. Yeah, you what? must have watched it. Yeah, no, I don't think I did. <laughs> what? Well, okay. what did you watch? How did the film start? Uh, there was um, what's his name? Hang on. Let me find. Let me find the cast. There is. Did he, a did, he, did he watch the sequel? That's why I'm wondering. Is it, maybe he saw the sequel. The, the uh, made-for-TV standalone sequel. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Uh, hey, that's a better rating though on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. The, so they ended up going. The most memorable scene that I had from it was they went into the dungeon. Uh, after being chased by a bunch of these warrior dudes, they fended them off. And then they had to like hopscotch backwards in a mirror to get to the treasure. Yeah, no, that didn't happen in this yeah. movie. <laughs> oh my god! Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think there would be more than one movie. <laughs> oh, so all how right. was your movie, Nasty? <laughs> yeah. It was also shit. Okay. <laughs> it had all the same problems that this one did. It was all garbage, <laughs> except for it was apparently made in two thousand five. Yeah, that's yeah. a sequel. Yeah, that's a sequel. Yeah, but it's it is the same bad guy though. Bruce Payne. I like how the director did yes. such a good job that for the first one they wouldn't let her direct the second. 
Oh my god. Oops. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's fine. You probably a lot of it's still applicable. Uh, CGI and and all of that. Bill right though. Apparently, it's rated higher than the original. <laughs> <laughs> all right marlon here i'm gonna give you direction okay i'm the director marlon okay uh we need you okay we're uh-huh. in, we're going into the mages study okay you're mm-hmm. a thief okay right? you're you're a well-known like pretty good thief okay. okay i'm gonna need you to shout and scream every single fucking line <laughs> okay i think i can handle that <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ yeah, <laughs> who casted Marlon Wayne? I'm I'm not so sure about that choice. Uh, but probably cheap. Yeah, probably super cheap. But I mean, he, he was, was honestly the only part of the movie I kind of liked. Yeah, I liked him too. And I even like his his death scene, I kind of liked. I like this. This I, whole thing was done real well. I will say one of the best. I think he, he owned okay. the role, aside from the screaming. Oh, definitely. I mean, for what it's worth. No, it felt like a late, as you say, a late nineties sci-fi fantasy film, and uh, I felt like you know it kind of it set out what it, what I assume it meant to do, other than it didn't make any money. Uh, oh, no, it lost money. Yeah, and and it's gotten this awful reputation. But I, I, I thought overall it was a pretty solid film. Aside I, from the two thousand five film American Haunting, the only other film this director ever directed again, was the 2013 Selena Gomez-Ethan Hawke movie Getaway. Mm. Mm. That classic. With John Voight. Huh. So... Well, well, I think that's pretty much Dungeons & Dragons, unless someone else wants to say something else about it. We really, There really is nothing else. Oh, yeah. I did want to say the one... One scene I thought was pretty good uh, was when uh, Marlon Wayne sneaks into the uh, henchman's, uh, uh, what do you call it, his tent, and steals that bag of magic. And I was like, oh, he just stole a bag of magic or whatever. But it actually comes into use later when he uh, dies and they're trying to get away. The uh, wizard lady is able to get it from him and make a portal and leave. I'm like, that's actually, that was really clever. I like that a lot. I wish the film had more of those kinds of scenes. I think it would have been a much better movie because uh, that, that was exciting but other than that it's this movie is you've seen it before i don't know if i could recommend anyone <clears throat> watching it unless they just like sci-fi films and don't mind some uh i wouldn't even call it schlock just lazy uh writing lazy acting poor Should acting probably just you know kill themselves watch lord of the rings it came out a year later and it's a million times better and you get the same <laughs> You know the, the the same gist of Dungeons oh, and Dragons, absolutely. but absolutely uh, that's my thing. Say, how can how can this be so bad for the same time period? Even the one that I watched, which was money, a couple years after Dun- after Lord of the Rings came out, Peter Jackson, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Peter Jackson straight no, up. Peter that's Jackson the answer. Is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Peter Jackson is fantastic. I mean, I actually I went back and watched the first Lord of the Rings, and that has. Such amazing camera I mean, work. Even when they went yeah. off the grid, even when they went off the grid and like reinterpreted certain elements of the plot, they did it with like a f- huge amount of respect to the material. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that might be that might have also helped it. The strong source material. Yeah, that, that's it. Well, <laughs> well, from Dungeons a renowned and legendary uh, author. <laughs> yeah, was this yeah. movie based on anything? Is no, this, like, I think it's the original lore? story. They just no, they hired some brand. fucking dungeon master to write a bullshit story. 
bad though. I mean, the, they could have gone to Forgotten Realms. They could have pulled from even generic campaign materials. They have thirty yeah. years plus of beautiful ideas and conceptual, you know, narratives to pull from, and they come up with this. This is their. This is the culmination of Dungeons and Dragons in film form. I remember being so fucking disappointed as a kid. I just, just oh. Yeah, it just it seemed like the most generic ass story. It was so boring. Oh, agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed. It's coherent but extremely boring. And did you guys notice? And maybe it was just me. You know, the final scene where they go through a uh, where our main protagonist is going to get the scepter. Did you all notice that the camera work started becoming way more sloppy? Like it was real kind of jarring. Like. The film is shot very traditional. You know, your wide angle shots showing the scene that they're in, and then they go in for close-ups of the characters as they're moving around the environment. But it felt like it, the camera was almost being held, steadied, but held by an individual I think person. What you're bearing witness to is the slow, gradual inclusion of what became the jittery cam we know now. Uh, well, it, I don't know that about that. Sense. I think it, I think it was probably or just shit. <laughs> no, I think it was just like time constraints. They're sure. wrapping up, getting close to wrapping up the movie, and they're like, "Oh shit, we only have a budget for two more weeks. Right. What are we gonna do?" Oh god, right? Yeah. Don't reshoot any of this. Don't <laughs> reshoot. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I couldn't stand the camera work for. It was a bad. Of, I was getting a headache. There was so many cuts that were completely unnecessary. So many fast cuts. Just right. like even just during dialogue sequences, like why are they cutting so much? Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There was just this one scene that stood out to me so much was, you know, he's walking towards like that green light, you know, when he's going through that cave. And the like, no, I, I feel like they just used the raw footage and barely did any touch up post work after that point because everything looked kind of so distorted in its color temperature. But you could see the spotlight of the tunnel like they, they didn't position the camera correctly. It just looked so cheap. And uh, I started wondering, like, was it was this a reshoot they had to do in like three days? Or yeah, I think we was right. They probably just ran out of money. They just had to wrap it up quickly because it just started feeling really uh, loose and the camera work and not in a really good way. More for efficiency yeah. than style. What was the worst part of this movie? Would you say? Would everyone say? Ooh, man. Uh, is it the story? The acting? The direction? I think <laughs> all of it's really bad. No, yeah. I, I think it was just. I think looking at it all together, it was just average. You know, the whole thing is just average. The ending probably would probably be the shittiest part. And it's not the worst part, but it's the yeah. shittiest because it's like the cherry on top, like that little spurt of shit at the end of his shit. It just sort of goes boom right there because it implies <clears> something that never happens. Like there's no real ending. It's it's like oh look, can't wait for the sequel, and I, I don't know. I also think it kind of just came across it came across as like a campy movie intentionally campy but for children and yes. generally that doesn't work that's not a combo that you want to really work out hmm. you know? children are campy yeah you can't like make <laughs> something intentionally campy for kids hmm. yeah that, that's a, that's a good point all right. Well, uh, any final thoughts? Guido, what's your final thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, God. It was, uh, I did not enjoy watching it. Um, there's uh, very few redeemable qualities about this movie, but uh, <laughs> I, could, I could get through it. 
I, I mean, I did get through it, and I just kind of stared at the screen. Uh, much, my eyes were glossed over, much like that uh, black chick elf uh, eyes through the whole movie. <laughs> All right, Millpool, what are your thoughts? Uh, who picked this? Was it you, Biggie? <laughs> it was me, man. Oh God! Um, Fuck was... you! Uh, no. Why? Why did you pick those? Have you seen it before? No, no, never seen oh, okay. it before. It's one of those movies that I was always like, like Battlefield Earth was uh, one of those films I always heard about how bad it was, and uh, naturally I, I wanted to uh, you all to see it too. So we I think it was worth it. experiencing together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and what are the other movies remaining on our list? Because I remember you guys all picked bad movies, and when oh, I was well, watching this movie, I'm like, "Oh man, why did these guys get into this like fucking Mexican standoff ex- of bad movies?" <laughs> Excuse me, my film is a was a highlight of the '80s. What was your movie? Iron Eagle. Oh yeah, right. The jingoistic action thriller in the sky. <laughs> well, Wally, what was your final thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons? It sucked. Okay, uh, nasty. What was your final thoughts on the sequel to Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> uh, it was just as garbage. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, what was your favorite scene to of the sequel of Dungeons and Dragons? Um, probably uh, the Conjuring of. You guys don't know what I oh. even meant by the opening. <laughs> Go for it. I want to hear it. <laughs> so uh, this princess chick is uh, a wizard and she's trying to conjure up uh, this like molten golem thing to help fight the main bad guy. And she conjures this thing up and it starts running around in circles and it starts <laughs> this whole library on fire. So this other <laughs> other wizard holds out his fucking monkey staff, which starts spewing water onto this golem, which then turns into a statue for some reason. And it was just like, what was the point of even fucking showing this? I mean, it was cool, <laughs> like, to conjure something out of nothing, but also at the same time, why? <laughs> like, why even waste 10 <laughs> minutes on this whole fucking scene? Wow, it that's... was all just a waste. The whole fucking thing. You mentioned the, the lava monster earlier, and <laughs> yeah. I just felt, I was like, I don't remember that. And I felt like, because I wasn't paying 100% attention to the movie, it was just kind of on. So I was like, I must have missed that part. I'm I don't so know. Happy. I'm so happy you watched the wrong Dungeons and Dragons. It just, it just it completes the whole, just, you know, whatever. Shit it was still shit. Yeah, exactly. It's still shit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Although, oh. in fairness, I think your sequel actually stayed more true to the, to the um, format of a group of random adventurers. If yes. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Very much so. It was all about they were trying to find um this dragon globe that if it got into the wrong person's hands, he would control the world. And then he ended up getting his hands on it. And then the freaking mage princess bitch was like, Oh, that's right. Life saves all. And then she like fucking snapped out of it and saved the world, which meant that the last hour and 40 minutes of your life was a waste of fucking time. Huh. Uh, I have another question. Why did the dwarf join them at all? Because they they just like, they fall into a garbage pile next to him, right? Yeah, they collapse right. into And then him he's just like, oh, I guess I'll join you then. <laughs> they ran from the guards together. Right. I think it was implied yeah. that he's being chased as well, but they didn't imply it very well. That okay. old uh, that old skit on and, YouTube. And then he wasn't really in the movie at all after that. Exactly. Anyways. 
Exactly. Got to cram a dwarf in there. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Well, I say we go ahead and move on and figure out what our next movie is going to be for next month. Do it. You won't. All right. Right now on our list, we have Wally's pick, which is Iron Eagle. Next one on our list is Guido's pick for Old Dogs. Old Dogs. Old Dogs. <laughs> Nasty's pick is Batman and Robin, which I'm very excited for. I, I really am excited to see that one again. And Millpool. Millpool came up with a film, and I, I think we're all, in a way, very excited to see this one uh, when it comes out in March. It's Ready Player One. Hey, Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a great film. So, I say we go ahead and spin this wheel. What do you think? Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. All right. Yeah. We're watching Batman and Robin. Fuck hey. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it comes to my favorite time of the night, and that is ranking this film, Dungeons and Dragons. So, for your knowledge, we'll I'll go down the list starting from top to bottom. Our number one film on our list is Robocop. Number two, Doctor Strange. Number three, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Number four, Logan. Number five, Moana. Number six, Rogue One. Number seven, Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Number eight, Baby's Day Out. And number nine, Battlefield Earth. So, Guido, where uh, where would you put Dungeons & Dragons on this list? I think this is an easy one, and I, I think... My inkling is that everyone's going to come close to agreeing with me, but I think it's going to go, for me, uh, right above Baby's Day Out, right below Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, Millpool, what do you think? Uh, Yeah, I'd agree with that. I was debating whether I'd rather rewatch this or Baby's Day Out, but uh, I agree with Guido. Okay, okay. Nasty? Um... I don't know if I should really rate this movie because I didn't even watch the right fucking movie. You you got the gist of what the original Dungeons and Dragons and I trust your opinion. Okay, well if that's the case then um I probably would put it below Baby's Day Out. Okay. okay. But above Battlefield Earth because okay. I could I could watch through Baby's Day Out again. I don't know if I could watch this fucking movie again. Like, it was just, there was nothing to keep me involved at all. There wasn't even, like, shit humor. But, again, I watched the wrong movie. How did you even get it? It was a limited release on television. You don't want to know what he went through. (laughs) If you just YouTube, just YouTube Dungeons & Dragon movie, and it's, like, number three on the list. That isn't, it's number one on the list that isn't I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, I tried to do that, but it was, I just got Russian copies. Yeah, it was the next one down on the list. It it didn't (laughs) come in full. It was, like, the bottom two-thirds of the screen, and the rest was a cloud background. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Dungeons and Dragons, the Book of Vile Darkness. No, Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, I know. I, was, I think we, I, I googled Dungeons and Dragons movie, and the second item down wasn't the one we're talking about. It's a completely separate. Okay. Twenty twelve Dungeons and Dragons movie. Fourth made by, one down. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, got it. I kept clicking through them until I found one that was fucking English. Okay. 
But beware, it's like 1.2 speed, so everybody's voices are a little off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. my God. Dude, bless your bless heart. You endured that? Like, one third of the screen video <laughs> sped up. Why did you say anything, Nasty? <laughs> He's just like, well, everyone else is going through this. So, <laughs> so I figured. Dude, you're a trooper, man. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Wally, where would you put this film? Uh, directly above Battlefield Earth. Directly above Battlefield Earth. So actually, we're tied then, so I'll be the tiebreaker. Um, I can I watch this again. I would uh I would put this above Baby's Day Out, honest. No, no, no. I take that back. I take that back. I would actually put it above Battlefield Earth. I think overall Baby's Day Out is a better yeah, I would watch Baby's Day Out again. film. Yes. For this. Yes. I mean personally I would I would definitely watch this above Baby's Day Out, but I think as a film, you know, quality wise, it's definitely below Baby's Day Out. So all right. So right now, um, Dungeons and Dragons is rubbing shoulders with Battlefield Earth, which is, I, I think that's about what I expected, you know, that, and that's probably where it deserves to be. Uh, but personally, just as a comment, I definitely think it's a better film than Battlefield Earth in that it's an actual story that makes sense. I am. Uh, I'm also kind of happy that we're staying firmly in the 90s for the next film as well, because that's just fucking quality. Oh, absolutely. Coming through the, coming through the goddamn rafters right now. Absolutely. Uh, Batman and Robin's a great pick. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Well, guys, I will say uh, one thing. Uh, the person who uh, called into the uh, voicemails for the last Just Okay uh, Gamers episode, uh, talking about the uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi review, thank you so much for calling in and leaving a voicemail. I am personally very touched. Um, and I definitely uh, enjoyed hearing your comment about it. Uh, about you guys the remember film. Alicia Silverstone? Uh, what? My, yeah. my name, yes. <laughs> I was thinking about Batman Robin, sorry. Like, she hasn't been in anything since then, has she? <laughs> well, she bat know. Batwoman. Okay. Uh, let, oh. let Biggie finish his thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, it's it's quite okay, Wally. Uh, but thank you so much for calling in and, and uh, voicing your opinion. I greatly appreciate it. And in many ways, I very much agree with you. Uh, hey, you guys remember George Clooney? Hey, you remember, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you remember Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's <laughs> a governor of California. Governor of California. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> thank you, sir. And thank you, everyone, for, uh, for listening to this uh, episode. Greatly appreciate you all. Uh, guys, thank you for enduring another shitty movie that I picked and made you sit through. I always appreciate it. Love hearing your thoughts. And uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful evening. Thank you for listening. Catch us next month. See ya. Hey, remember Robert Thurman? <laughs> Who's that? Bye. -bye.